The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Here we come on a victory Monday. The Dallas Cowboys with a 20-point win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, let me just drink to it right now. Let me just get some of the blue juice. Let me drink to that real quick. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Okay. Look at go this, baby. Get that, get that blue drink. Hey, my boy. I reloaded. The blue drink. Hey, the blue drink. I reloaded. Back, baby. I reloaded. I, I, I never, I never seen so many comedians on one on one podcast, y'all. Fellas, oh, fellas. changing colors. Uh, fellas, crazy. Fellas, 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 how the hell are we doing? How the hell are we doing on this Victory Monday, uh, fellas? I just, I just want to know. I just want to know. Take it to church for myself. Take it to church. Yeah, take, take it to church. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go ahead. Hey, go hey, ahead. Hey, you got hey, fifteen hey, minutes. You know I'm gonna join you. All right, I'm gonna join you, okay. man. It's, okay. it's looking a little backwards. Mm. Mm. I was feeling a little, little parched. I was feeling a little parched before this show because Danny tried to kill me in the workout this morning. But nah. it's all good because I got the Kool-Aid right here. I got the Kool-Aid right here. Look, man. I told y'all last week the percentages are rising. Y'all didn't want to believe me. I told y'all last week I was sitting at 45%, maybe even 50%. I got laughed off of social media. People making memes about me on Twitter. Oh, he don't know what he's talking about. Just laughing your boy off the stage. But it's all good. Because Big Mike, Big Mike had me, man. He had my back this time, and I appreciate you, Big Mike. You ain't let me go out here looking like a fool. You let me go out on top, all right, Big Mike? Now, we got one more week. We got one more week to get this thing done, sew it in the bag. Danny's going to get me lobster and steak with the heavy butter. Heavy butter. Maybe a little side of wine on there from Nick and Sam's. But we got to take care of business one more week. Y'all see what, what Washington looked like? Did y'all see what Washington looked like? That? Hold who on. knows who's playing quarterback? Taylor Heineke Hold on. out there. Who knows? The percentages uh, uh. are rising. I tried to tell y'all. Let me go ahead and sip you, another so, sip of this Kool-Aid. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. Man. I'm, I'm gonna let you have your moment. I, I gotta let you have your moment. You came in third place on your fantasy football, or your fantasy football league. So, 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 so you're having a good weekend. You had a good weekend. Oh, it's was, good, man. It's, it's, it's so good. It's just staying your teeth. That's how good the Kool-Aid is. It just goes the, down smooth, man. It just the Christmas go okay for you. The Christmas go okay for you. Yeah, good Christmas. Big Mike stopped by. And he told me, look, church, he told me Christmas Day. He said, look, church, I got to win. I got to win for you this Sunday. I got to win. I said, you know what, Big Mike? I got your back for that. And that's why I came on the show and said what I said, because I knew the percentages were rising. Me and Big Mike, we like this. We like this. Oh, church, did you? Oh, so you, did you tell him? Did you tell him to smash no watermelons again? You, you damn right. I told him. I said, look, man, <laughs> I said, look, I said, look, last time we smashed some watermelons, we won. All right, and he went out there and did it again, man. He did it again, man. Hats goes out. Let me matter of fact, no, I'm going to keep this NFC East Championship hat on right now because we're going to get a 2020 <laughs> version. This is 2014 right here. We're going to get a 2020 version here in a little bit. That's all I got to say, man. Go ahead, Nui. Go ahead, man. I, I love your Kool-Aid choice, by the way, as well. 
the Cowboys are favored to win at the Meadowlands against the Giants, a one-point favorite. Washington, quote, last night, according to the odds makers, came in as a two-point um, underdog in Philadelphia. They have a quarterback issue. One quarterback who will not be there is Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I mean, wow. So Haskins got cut, okay? He's like, what'd you do on your what'd you do on Monday? I just got cut. So they cut him mm. after a terrible performance. And so Alex Smith is who they like to start, but he's got a leg issue. Been chatting with my guy JP Finley of NBC Sports Washington, and, and he says, look, it's gonna be tough. And even if Alex Smith does get out there, he's not going to be 100 percent So Taylor Heineke from Old Dominion and the American Football Alliance uh, it would be the guy to go ahead and play and start for Washington. So the quarterback situation there is bad, and it really becomes, in my opinion, a matter of can Washington play defense, run the football, and hope their quarterbacks can manage the game. And is Philadelphia going to come into this football game at home and, and simply have the attitude of, hey, if we're going home already, we want you to join us, Washington, and not win the division, have somebody celebrating on their field at Lincoln Financial Stadium up there in Philadelphia. So the, the Cowboys really, um, they're in a good position. Win the football game, it's a noon game. The Washington game and Philadelphia game, that is a Sunday night football late game. So win the game. At the Meadowlands, come home, get in front of your TV, and then you just you just got to sit around here, and become the biggest Eagles fan, fans that, uh, that that you can. That that's the way it looks. Let me say this about Dwayne Haskins. Shame on you. I mean, literally. What what's the what are the things that you have control of? And you guys play professional football, Danny and, and Barry. That's why we have you guys here. That's the players lounge. You can control being on time. You can control your effort. You can control your actions away from the field. And you can also, when you're a captain of a football team, be a leader. One of the things that I found really offensive about Dwayne Haskins, and no, he didn't go to a strip club last week. He had a place at the Ritz-Carlton where he basically invited strippers and other people there. Your coach has cancer, so your coach is high risk. Okay, your coach is high risk. He's just got to, you know, he's just beaten, you know, beaten cancer. He's gone through the remission, and, and you could potentially expose him. Um, it, it's bad. It, it, what he did was bad. His performance on the football field didn't back up the play. Uh, Ron Rivera cut him because I think in, in actuality, they, I think Washington embarrassed themselves because after they found out about the whole COVID breach, the second COVID breach for Haskins, they gave the guy a pass. They wanted to win so bad. They excused all the behavior. He stunk it up. And then they're like, you know, we need to go back to the standard and cut this guy. So good luck trying to get, uh, get a job next year. But Haskins, shame on you for not taking advantage of an opportunity that many, many quarterbacks before you did not have and had to struggle again. That's my take on Haskins. Wait, go so, ahead, D. Matt. So, so, sometimes you get what you deserve, man. And, uh, you know, the, the, the work that he put in and, and the effort that he put in for his team, that's what they returned to him by letting him go. You have to, you know, it, it, like we make all the, all the jokes and it's all funny games, but it's, it's guys out there that are literally – playing to get to the playoffs like it's not it's not that many chances that you get in your career to make it to the tournament so it's guys out there who are putting everything on the line and you got one guy in your locker room who is the quarterback and the captain who lets you down week in and week out that is the most upsetting thing and if I was his teammate I would be upset at the fact that it took us this long to get rid of this dude y'all should have went and go find somebody 
off the streets to be a backup quarterback and let this AFL guy be the starter. Because as Church has seen, those quarterbacks from the AFL, they they, they, they can play a little bit. So I would have took my chances and just taught, taught Dwayne Haskins and, and, and our organization a lesson by saying, look, we're not going to deal with this stuff and got rid of them a long time ago. So it took them a little too long and it might it might kick them in the butt, you know, in the end and, and cost them a playoff appearance. But man, Danny, you what do you what? do? What do you do when the owner wants? Him? I mean, that that was the whole thing. You know, the man that owns the team, Daniel Snyder, said, "I want this guy." And so Jay Gruden, who was the head coach last year, they fired. He didn't want him, so he had to take him. And Ron Rivera, you know, trying to be the good head coach and say, "Okay, fine, yes, I'm o- I'm open minded to it." So, you know, these guys really had no choice but to take a dude who clearly had maturity issues, try to get him to grow up, but. Ultimately, he didn't want to do it. And so you say get rid of him. I mean, a year or two. I mean, how, how, how did we know he was going to turn out to be the black Johnny football so quick? <laughs> no, I'm talking about just, 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 just from his actions this season. Not, not in year one. Whether you, you go ahead and you give him another chance. You got a new coaching staff coming in. I'm talking about just based off what, what you risked and what you cost your team and what you could have cost your head coach. I would have released him <laughs> weeks ago. And you already know he couldn't play. So I mean, I mean, on top on top of all that, you know he doesn't give you a chance to win any game that he's in. So I mean, it, it's no reason to have him out there. Yeah, I, what I don't understand is at one point, you know, at one point at at this uh, this early part of the season, they named him a captain. So they must have had some type of faith in him, something going on. Like, he, oh, this guy's the guy. He's the legit guy that we can lead us to the playoffs. I mean, we found, we found out when he was on the field, he's just not that quarterback, and he's not very good. But at some point before the season started, I mean, they had to believe in him. They made him a captain and all that, and then he just let him down. You know what? I, I wish they kind of kept him one more week because that would have solidified <laughs> this bet that I had with Danny, and we would have been walking into the playoffs without a doubt if he would have been at the quarterback. But they got this dude, Taylor Heine, and I'm not going to sleep on the AFL cats, man, because Double G, I think he came from the AFL, so he, and he can play a little bit. So I ain't going to sleep on those cats, but I wish they would have kept Haskins one more week just so Cowboys could have been easily Look, walking church, into the playoffs. Church and Louie, th- th- think, think about this game, right? I didn't even get to watch the Washington versus Carolina game, but you think about this. Washington gives up a touchdown on special teams. They go out there and they play this okay. defense, and they give up, I think, 13 points on defense knowing that they had an anemic offense, right? And then when Dwayne Haskin goes out, they get in position to score two times as soon as he's out of the game. That is how bad. And, and what, what happens is, when, that's why I say it took you guys too long to get rid of him or replace him or take him out of the, out of the starting lineup, and it probably cost you a place, chance to go to the playoffs. Like, he shouldn't have been the starter of this game. And I don't understand. If you say you want to win that bad, the dude is not good. So I, if you think that's the best chance you had at, 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 at winning the game, then your backup quarterback is horrible. But we see that he's got a little talent. He can get you, get you down the field. Well, this, Danny, what you said, this is what happens when you lower your standard. And, you know, when you want to win so bad that you decide to lower the standard. You know what their standard should have been? You know, look, we're not tolerating this. You're not playing this week. We're going to bench you. They've already benched him once this year. And... You put in the other guy, and, and you just go ahead and just, hey, look, just don't make mistakes. And that was the thing about Haskins. The past two games, this guy's made the kind of mistakes. And Jimmy Johnson uh, used to say, it's not the big plays that, that, you know, it's not the plays you make. It's the plays you, you don't make. It's the mistakes that you make that end up hurting your football team. And, and, and yeah, you got a defense that's playing really well. And Haskins is why I remember on Friday I picked Carolina to win this game because I didn't believe in Haskins. 
The guy makes mistakes. This is a guy out here, you know, violate protocol. I just don't have any faith in a dude like that. And sure enough, Carolina came out there and his mistakes help uh, help doom these guys. Listen, because I, I, I got to take it for myself because the church going to make fun. When when you said that, I thought Alex Smith was going to come out and be Superman and play this game. And I thought they was going to have Terry uh, uh, McLaurin and then they, they had Gibson back. So I thought they were going to be fully loaded and, and, and trying to close this game out so they, they could rest some guys in that last week. But when Haskins walked, when Haskins, when Haskins walked out there, listen. <laughs> I, I, I knew my pick was going was going the wrong way. I, I just I have it, no faith in the dude. It don't matter who's at. You could have Tom Brady, Haskins. It don't matter. It don't matter who's at quarterback. I right, Washington's not winning this division. The Cowboys are going to win it. Point blank, simple. Huh. I tried to tell Come y'all. We said, it don't matter who's Church. at quarterback. We win the division. Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron. I, it don't matter. <laughs> I know you're feeling real good right now. I know you're feeling feeling real good right now, but we got drugged by that Washington team that didn't have Dwayne Haskins at quarterback twice. All right, so let's let's not act like they just sorry. They about to get drugged right back to the house, and we're going to take that playoff spot. They can have those two wins. They can have those two wins against us. They swept us. We'll give them that. They swept us, but they're going to scoop their butt right back to the house, too. You over there talking about it don't matter mm. who at quarterback. Come on. If Dwayne Haskins at quarterback, mm. then you got a legit argument. Nah, mm-hmm. All right. Let's not act like they, they didn't have <laughs> I had a legit They're argument cool. weeks ago, and everybody laughed at me. Now, now we're <laughs> sipping Kool-Aid. Look, look at Nui over there Nui. sipping Kool-Aid. Nui. Yeah, two, sip two, it up, big two dog. Week, mm. two, weeks ago, mm. two weeks ago, Church was off the Kool-Aid. All right. So let, let, let's do that. Well, like, that was all emotion. All right. I lashed oh. out. I lashed out. Look, Nui, you understand this, Nui. I'm sure there was a time when your kids did something wrong and you lashed out out of anger because you were emotional. You lashed out and then you thought about it, man. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have yelled at the kids like that. So you go back and apologize. That's the same thing that happened with the Cowboys. When you're a true Cowboy fan, you lash out in emotion. And I was hot. I was mad about it that time. They made me look crazy. But you know what? They came back. They came back, and your boy looking like Nostradamus, like I told y'all weeks ago. All right? <laughs> Let me go ahead and sip another, sip another drink of this Kool-Aid. Congratulations, Church, take another <sighs> sip. Take a sip. Yeah, one more? And, and one more we'll, sip? All right, one more we'll, sip. One more sip. Because when we come mm. back, um, while you're reveling in victory, and that's fine. You should do that. You do owe an apology. You're right. You're right. Okay. You owe an apology. I do. Get I do. Who you owe that apology <laughs> I to? I do. I do. I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Talking I know about Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. The Cowboys way. 
where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To the Players' Lounge. All right, AT&T continues to innovate new ways to connect Cowboys Nation with new and exciting game day experiences, including Star View, presented by AT&T 5G, available in stadium and for home use. Download the Dallas Cowboys mobile app and look for Star View under the stadium tab. Welcome back to the Players' Lounge. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. I'm Newey Scruggs, joined by former Dallas Cowboys players Danny McRae and Barry Church. All right, um, yeah, it's not just one apology. It's two apologies that you need to dole out here, Barry Church, as the Cowboys. Yes, yes, I've got one, and then, and then Bear, um, Danny's going to pick up on the other one for you here, Barry. Uh, Andy Dalton, 22-30, 377 yards and three touchdowns. All this talk, he was talking about you how you wanted Garrett Gilbert. Uh, Andy Dalton <laughs> has been the guy during you know this what? streak who has done his job, and you need to apologize to you the Red what? Rifle. Mm-hmm. Go on, do it, do it, do it. You, you know what? You know what, Nui? You, you are correct, man. You are correct. You know, I made, a, I made fun of Andy Dalton. I called him the pistol. I gave him the pew, pew, because, you know, early in the season, his arm was looking like a pistol. It wasn't looking like a rifle. It was kind of noodle-ish. But you know what, man? He proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. You know, I, I, was, I was calling for Double G since, the, since he played Pittsburgh. And you know what? Andy Dalton, I, I owe it to you. I owe you an apology, man. You went out there, you threw the ball well, and uh, hey, you surprised me, man. So you know what? I was wrong on that account. Thanks for you know going out there and doing what you had to do and getting me one step closer to this Nick and Sam's meal. I can't wait, man. Heavy butter. I'm gonna send you a lobster tail on the way. You, you didn't apologize though. You just said you oh, owe oh, me apology. Oh, we, we didn't. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry, Andy Dalton, the Red <laughs> Rifle. Pow, pow, the Red Rifle. I am sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You will no longer be named the Red Pistol. Chum chum. You the Red Rifle. Pow pow. My bad. My bad. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know who else uh, you're talking about though. Hey, listen, listen. I don't know. Listen. Twenty one came out. He looked quick. He looked fast. He had lateral movement. He had power when he was running, and he did not look anything like a fullback to me. So I mean, you, you don't want to give an apology. <laughs> If you don't want to give a man an apology, that's fine. But I'm going to tell you this. There was no fullback movement in Ezekiel Elliott yesterday. He looked explosive. He looked like a sandbagger to me, all right? Man, talk about his calf hurting. Talk about his calf hurting. He out there looking like Barry Sanders cutting on that calf, man. I don't, I don't want to, he, he set us all up, all right? He don't get an apology. He set us all up, Oh, he, he just he, 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 
<laughs> he took. Wow. He, he was over there talking Philadelphia. He, he sandbagged Philadelphia. That man was healthy. He came out there looking oh, like Barry Sanders or Luton. But I don't man. know him. He, he sandbagged. He sandbagged. Knew it. Now he over here saying the man swiping his swiping his card, missing games, and then so, so he could trick man. he could trick the people on the players' lounge into <laughs> into hey, thinking he was a fullback. <laughs> hey man, come on. You better than that. Church, hey, you better than that. You he, better was than he was sandbagging. He was sandbagging. He used that vet. He used that vet day. He had a vet day. Like, man, you know what? I'm gonna take this Sunday off, man. But well, he, listen, did, his, he gonna, did his due. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it for you, man. The dude, as I've been saying, Ezekiel Elliott still has it, and if you give him the chance to get into the passing game, get him some quick passes, get the ball in his hands, and get creative with it. The guy looked motivated because he knew that he was an integral part of the game plan. And he went out there and showed it. He ran hard. He had explosive runs. He had good uh, yep. uh, good yards after catch. He did everything that he was supposed to do yes. yesterday. Speaking of game plan, speaking of game plan, when is Kellen Moore going to Boise State? All right, because look, <laughs> we had this game. I mean, there were so many times this game where we could have just salted the clock away, but we still throwing. <laughs> we have two touchdowns, and we still throwing the ball. When is he going to Boise State? Now, somebody tell me when he's getting a head job at Boise State, because I don't had enough of this. I don't had enough. I, 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 when Mike McCarthy spoke yesterday, and I was listening to the press conference, and he was asked about it. Uh, he, he said very glowing things about Kellen, and then he said, I think that's for Kellen and Boise. For, it's for them to come out and, and, and say something. And then he said, I probably have already said too much. That led me into thinking that Kellen's going to get the job, or at least it's up to him to take it. And right now, according to several reports, it's between Kellen and then the defensive coordinator over at Oregon, who used to be the defensive coordinator for Boise, who also played for him. And mm. I don't know how you guys feel, but it feels like to me in today's college football that when they have an opportunity to hire an offensive, quote unquote, guru versus a defensive guy, they go for the offense every time. Kellen Moore is yeah. a legend up there uh, in Boise. So I think it's his. I also believe that Kellen Moore is the kind of guy that if you're recruiting, he could sit up here and say, I can get you to the league. Look at what I've done for guys in the league. Boise likes scoring a lot of points they've been known for their offense for years and i think that kellen moore if offered this job takes it he has to take it i mean here's the interesting thing about this job guys they don't fire anybody there all of their coaches leave and go on to better opportunities dirk cutter went to um arizona state um you had dan hawkins go to colorado you had chris peterson go to washington now you got brian harson going to auburn i mean nobody gets fired Everybody wins, and you get a better job out of it. So if you're Kellen Moore, this is an excellent opportunity, in my opinion, and you got to go ahead and take it. He does talk today at 5.30. So obviously he's going to get asked about it, and we'll see exactly what he has to say. Did he interview? Did he not interview? But, Church, I'm with you. Uh, I just want to know when, when, when does he go? Does he finish out the season if he's named as the head coach? <laughs> One good thing about him possibly finishing the season is you know they've already had the early recruiting period, but then the other portion is maybe he he needs to take the job immediately and go to work because they've got the other second recruiting period coming up there in February. So try to line up and keep some recruits. So we'll see. That's crazy, man. So if you know, I, 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 I thought I thought that Kelly did okay yesterday. I, I was I was of the mindset of 
Keep your foot on the, you know, you know, keep 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 driving them, right? Make sure that you make close this game out when you have the opportunity to, because you never know when your defense is gonna start giving up big plays. So once you take your foot off the gas and you're up 14, then all of a sudden you realize you're only up seven, and now all of a sudden now you got to start getting back into that passing mode. So in my mind, I was like, listen, you you got them on the ropes, you're getting big plays. Figure out a way to continue to do that and close these guys out while you had while you had a chance, and you know. That, that that was that was that would have been my game plan, but obviously you guys said, "Hey man, listen, run it as much as you can, play the conservative route, and, and get on out the building." But you know, the way our defense plays, I I, I just wasn't wasn't sure that Deshaun Jackson wasn't going to start racking up those points mm. on us if we if, if we weren't able to get get those first downs. Well, you know, he got hurt again man. during the game. Jackson got Jackson Ooh. ended up. Deshaun Jackson, he ended up uh, tweaking something again and was out of the game. And he got and to retire. As, as, as much as I love Deshaun personally and, and knowing him since he was 13 years old, and his brother worked with me uh, at KCOP TV, I said when Philadelphia brought him back, it was a mistake. You're trying to sit up here and, and relive something that you can't relive anymore. Football's a young man's game. And with these speedster guys, once they get into their 30s and they start pulling and tweaking and all, they, they don't ever recover from it. And it was a, it was a bad idea. And once they drafted Jalen Rager, I thought they should have cut Deshaun Jackson. Then he had that 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 incident on Twitter with the uh, anti-Semitic uh, um, retweet and, and people jumped him. I was like, man, get rid of this guy. And this is just another another instance of a team trying to hold on to something that used to be good you can't be sentimental like that that's why bill belichick i believe has, has been so successful in his career he's not sentimental like that man he runs guys on off and you just say man thank you for your service and you don't get to come back here and that's where philadelphia and howie roseman you know made a mistake even with jason peters I said, well let's bring jason peters back you know at some point in time move on from these guys once these guys get hurt and they're older players they stay hurt and why did jason peters issue? that's what got i'm hurt. saying that's yeah, that's what I'm saying about the Cowboys. I'm telling, look, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell y'all that about the Cowboys. Y'all over here talking about don't draft the old line. What, what's going on here? Now we talking about you know we we, we talking about Tyron Smith got a neck, a back, an ankle, a foot, and y'all over here talking about. But next year when he come back because he has the time off, he's gonna be wait, all right. Wait, wait, wait. And not and okay. I know he's getting my this neck and about my Jason back. Peters. <laughs> okay, okay, let me push back. Let me push back. I'm pushing back here. Okay, pushing back, Danny. Please go back and play the tapes now. I have said I'm not drafting a, 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 a fir- an offensive tackle in the first round. I'm not doing that. But along this draft this year, yeah, you do need to address the tackle position. Okay? And that may be in the third or the fourth round. But you have to address it because, especially if you sign Dak Prescott the way I believe they will, and and you've tried to do this one-year swing tackle with Cam Fleming and Cam Irving, it hasn't worked. Go invest in drafting a guy to be a swing tackle who's going to have to start for one of them, and if you do not do that, here's my other solution. Then you finally take Connor Williams and you take him out of that guard spot and you make him your third tackle where he can swing from left to right. And, and utilize his final year there. To me, you have to address the tackle position, be it in the draft or with Connor Williams. That's what I would do. So let me make sure I reiterate that one more time because you are correct. <laughs> Tyron keeps missing games. Collins is now missing games. The Cowboys would be irresponsible in their football team if they do not address the fact that they need to get a legitimate third tackle guy that they believe in. Nothing against Terrence Steele or Brandon Knight. I wouldn't have any issue if those guys were back on the football team, but I would upgrade that position um, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you guys are right. I definitely would upgrade it. But you know what? I will say this, man. Philbin and that offensive line, I think he's done an amazing job with all the injuries they've had. Like you said, Smith's out. Collins is out. Zach Martin's out. Travis Frederick retired in the offseason. Looney's hurting. Like, all those injuries. And I think these past three weeks, I think they've been playing the best ball out of, out of all the Cowboys. I mean, they've kept Andy Dalton upright. And we've seen if you can keep this guy upright, he's still a proficient quarterback in this game. He can be an effective quarterback in this game. And I, look, I got to give my hats off to Philbin, man. That offensive line that I called patchwork earlier in the season, they've actually been coming to play these last couple weeks. Uh, listen, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. But like, like I talked about with Nui, it's something, man. Listen. Church, I, I'm not going to say you're onto something, but for some reason, for some reason, the opposite on the D-line of the opposite team, there's always a major injury that takes a lot of stress oh. off, off, of, <laughs> off of our O-line. At the beginning of this game, my man Fletcher Cox, the leader of this defense, is out of the game. I'm talking about for pretty much the entire game. It don't change matter. The whole, change the whole, change the whole. No, 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 no. I'm saying it, no. It's it's cool. They, they, the offensive line has been playing better. I'm just touching on like it's like this is a strange coincidence that every week <laughs> the, the top defensive y'all. line and pass rusher they get hurt at the beginning of the game and it is no no, no facts. <laughs> I tried to no tell fact. y'all it happened again. <laughs> It happened again, What's going on? So, so McCray, I, I'll simply, I'll simply say this, McCray. I feel as though that's that's just the evening out of the game, okay? For the injuries that the Cowboys had, the somewhere along the way, you know, a couple of breaks going their way from Tack McKinley in the Atlanta game uh, into Fletcher Cox, and you know what? Hey, that along the way with everything they've gone through and all the quarterbacks and and all the linemen lost, okay. Let them have a break. And then, of course, uh, you know, 38 for the, for the Eagles, uh, when he had to come up. And I'm like, wow, is he, is he related to Cheeto? Because they showing up going after him Man. like ain't nobody's business. I felt bad for that, brother. I mean, then they put the stat up there, how many yards he didn't gave up, second worst in the NFL. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Man, it was I mean. bad. And then, and then on ESPN, <laughs> when, they, when they were going through the highlights on ESPN, they go circle him so and Michael cool. Gallup. <laughs> And I'm like, man, and they just they just tallied it up. Well, there's one for Michael Gallup. There's another one for Michael Gallup. I'm like, man, ESPN dirty for that, man. <laughs> check, check this, check this, Nui. Right, listen, I, I, I feel you on that. But if you talk about breaks, all right, and you talk about evening out the game, all right, we got Dwayne Haskins over here trying to possibly get his whole team sick. Alex Smith out here with a bad leg. The star receivers out. The the uh, the start start running back is coming back from turf toe. Daniel Jones on the other side is coming back from a hamstring injury where Colt McCoy had to come back in and play. I mean, the teams. You talk about stuff laying out for the Cowboys to, to possibly be in this fight and make everything suspenseful this last week of the season. It's here. So even and out. Nah, we, the Cowboys have gotten some stuff to fall in their favor, and, and and good for them because it takes it takes that, especially when you talk about making a deep run into the playoffs. But if you're just looking at it, you're saying Some, something's going on here, man. What what Jerry got going on? If hey, we look, get to the playoffs, we going to the Super Bowl. I'm telling y'all that right now. If we get to the playoffs, you, we going. We going to double another. You want double another? We, 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 we take a break. Well, no, no, I'm gonna take that no, nigga Sam. No, no, take that no, nigga no, Sam. No, no, heavy no, no, no. Do you, do, what you want to double what another on that? Do you want? No, I'm gonna go ahead and take that Nick and Sam. No, I'm gonna take the Nick and Sams, and then when we get to the playoffs, we can we can double something up there. But if we get there, we going. Church, we going. Where's it at this year, New Church, I'm gonna let you take. Where's it at this year? Tampa. It's in Tampa. I'm gonna let you. Oh, we going to Tampa. 
But we going to Tampa, baby. And and and, and McCray put a bet put a bet on you that you can't go up there and pay. So I'm gonna let you Man, take. Hey, y'all said this weeks ago. Y'all said okay. this weeks ago. All right, I'm gonna give you y'all a chance. You, you see, I'm gonna give my, y'all a chance, man. My my blue juice. How much Kool Aid I got left? Is is I got a little my, bit yes, left. but you 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 got something in there. Mine is mine is free. Mine's alcoholic free now. I feel like you might have put some in yours. Okay, <laughs> can't be drinking on this show. Can't be drinking on this show now. We're going to Tampa, baby. We're going to Tampa. Up <laughs> next, <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Up next, did Mike Nolan save his job as Cowboys defensive coordinator? Let's dive into that next on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep, steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. To the Players' Lounge. Craving AT&T's stadium's famous Cowboys cheesesteak, nachos, or Cowboy Rita when you're watching the Cowboys at home? Bring your favorite stadium fare to you. Place your order online for pickup at AT&T Stadium every week this season. Check out the menu at attstadium.com slash at home. You're the Players' Lounge. Newey Scruggs, along with former Cowboy players, Barry Church and Danny McCray. You know, Church, I, I, I got this book for Christmas, and I thought about you when the Cowboys won. It's that Barack Obama book. And I just thought, yes, we can. You know, that's what, that's what, uh, what Barack said. I was saying, yes, we can. That's what I feel like mm-hmm. you're at right now, Church. Yes, we can. Cowboys, we can. yes, we can. Yes, we can. I tried to tell y'all weeks ago, man. Weeks ago. No, I'm thinking, cool. I'm thinking cool. about week seven. I think it was about week seven no. I told y'all this. No, come on, man. No, it I went week seven? I want to clear this up because I want to know where Newey stands. I want to know if he flip-flopping. Or uh, if he's still <laughs> still standing on the same foot he was on last week, I, I need to know because right now it kind of hey, seems Team Kool Aid. Like you got the Kool Aid. You got the Barack Obama book. Yes, we can. So Team Kool Aid, exactly? baby. 
Where are you um, exactly? I need to know this. We, we, more importantly right now, we need to ask you, <laughs> is, did Mike Nolan save his job? Let's, 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 you know, let's not make it about me. Let's make it about the Cowboys. Did Mike Nolan save his job? We're talking about 10 turnovers in three games, okay? 10 turnovers in three games. We can get to me later. We can get to me later. But I'm trying to, on a Cowboy Monday, Victory Monday, hit some of these key issues. We got all week long to get to me, okay? We got all week long. Here all week. Here all week, baby. But I'm trying to get to Mike Nolan. I don't want to run out of time as you all trying to whoop up t- on me. You got more time. You got more time to whoop on me. All was, but what about Mike Nolan? It take, you, it take you 20 seconds to answer that question. <laughs> I, hey, D-Mac, 20, you, what was the question? Is it about, about, Mike, about Mike Nolan? I don't think Mike no, Nolan no. saved his job. No, no, I don't think Mike Nolan has saved his job. I'm not going to buy into what's happening with Mike Nolan. I mean, yes, they did a nice job against a rookie quarterback yesterday, especially after the first quarter, and made some adjustments. But, no, I'm not bringing Mike Nolan back. I don't think he saved his job at all. Uh, it's too late in the season, from my opinion, for him to finally get things going. So, yes, that, that's, that's about 30 seconds, but that's my take on it. Yeah, and for me, I'm right there with you, Nui. I mean, look, he last three games, like I said, they had t- 10 takeaways the last three games, and that, that's amazing. They're doing a great job of punching the ball, stripping the ball. When the ball's in the air, the DBs are doing a great job of catching it and, and taking the ball away, but they're still giving up so many yards each game. I feel like Philadelphia had over 400 yards again against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Cincinnati Bengals did it. Uh, San Francisco put up a lot of yards and now we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles as well putting up a lot of yards that's just too much going on because I mean like you said the the turnovers come in bunches but when you're not taking the ball away I mean those games will probably decide it some some other way I mean I feel like Cincinnati probably would have pulled it out San Fran definitely would have pulled it out so for me uh, I don't think he did enough to save his job but you know hey keep this defense rolling keep this defense taking the ball away Uh, listen I've been telling y'all that for some reason I'm getting the feeling that Jerry has Mike Nolan's back just like he has Mike McCarthy's back. Do I think he should save his job? Absolutely not. This is another case of something going wrong on the other team. All right, listen, the San Francisco 49ers came in here, lost both of their first first and second team running backs. All right, no longer running the ball. They were running it down our throat. Then all of a sudden, our Super Bowl, the Super Bowl winning coach, Peterson, he forgets that he has Miles Sanders back there uh, yesterday, and he only get a man 15 rushes. And so he he decides to go away from the weakness of, of, of the Cowboys defense. It made absolutely no sense to me, but the Cowboys did capitalize off of it. And my man, Anthony Brown, who has a real quarterback <laughs> uh, country, another interception, had another interception yesterday. You know, a, a big-time pick, you know, pretty much sealed the game. But they, they've been playing better, man. And, uh, you know, albeit against, you know, sub, subpar uh, play at quarterback besides Jalen Hurts because he's a rookie, uh, you know, they've been capitalizing, right? They, they, I think they gave up one huge play, and that was to Deshaun Jackson yesterday. And that was the game plan for him, man. Make Jalen Hurts have to drive the ball down the field, and they did. And he made mistakes when they made him do that. So, Kudos to Mike Nolan for what he did yesterday, but I don't think this should save his job, but I'm getting the feeling that, that this whole coaching staff will still be here next year unless Kellen Moore goes to Boise State. Did Alden Smith play yesterday? Because I don't really remember him very much. He did. Nah. I, yeah, I didn't remember him. You he, was, he was overshadowed. He, he was definitely <laughs> overshadowed by Randy Gregory out there. And, and look, I mean, I know Randy Gregory's had his ups and downs in the past, but – 
My man went out there and forced three fumbles in one game. I mean, he looked unstoppable out there yesterday, and he wasn't even starting. I mean, it's hard to force three fumbles in a season, let alone one game. I mean, the guy looked unstoppable. He has a high motor. He's super athletic. And did you see he, he chased down? I think Miles Sanders was on a sweep, and he chased down Miles Sanders for a five-yard loss. And he has juice. Miles Sanders has juice. So Randy Gregory, I mean, he played a heck of a game, and he made Alden Smith look, like you said, like he wasn't even out there. Like he didn't even suit up this game. Listen, the, 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 uh, my, uh, actually, Randy Gregory's talent has never been the thing in question. He's always been been talented and been been uh, able to be the starter on the opposite side of uh, D Law. He just hasn't been able to stay on the field. Uh, I like I'm still not giving him or Alder Smith twenty seven million dollars like Newey said. Um, I, you you got to figure out a way to get him on the one year deal to make sure that he can play this thing out. And if he has another good year without COVID and without all these restrictions to where he's able to be on the field, then you think about paying him that type of money. But Alden Smith is an absolute no for me still. Like you said, he was absent yesterday. Um, Randy Gregory's under contract already next year, so he's got a team-friendly friendly contract from the Cowboys next year, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, Alden Smith, I've, I've now been converted by you, Danny McCray. I'm saying goodbye to Alden Smith. Uh, things that I'm hearing in the, you know, in the background, just no. Uh, I'm not. I'm not rolling with Alden Smith. hasn't made really, you know, hasn't really made any impactful plays during this winning streak, in my opinion. So, I think the Cowboys just need to just say goodbye. And look, I, I do think that they're not only does Mike Nolan need to go, there be there needs to be some more changes on this defense as well. I mean, there's still too many times that the defensive backfield. You're just trying to figure out, hey, what are these guys doing? You know, that first quarter, man, you're like, well, what are the Cowboys defensive backs doing? And yeah. it's so late in the year, and you're just still seeing some of these mistakes. It just make you say, huh, I, I don't get it. So um, while, yes, it'll be an accomplishment if they can go 79 and win the division title, especially considering all the injuries they've had, but I, I think you still have to do a deep dive in your organization and not lie to yourself about what has happened here. And so I don't think these defensive guys will have saved themselves because I just don't believe in what they were trying to do. This is not a 3-4 defense. Okay, it's not. And I know they've changed some things recently, but still, overall, um, no. And I don't think they need to be a 3-4 defense. They don't have the personnel to do it, but they, they got to make some changes here. That's, mm, mm, that's, in, mm. that's interesting what you just – so is Randy Gregory's uh, – he has one more year on his deal? Yeah, they redid the deal um, last year when they, you know, when he was suspended. They, they so he's got another year on. I got to, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up here. But, but he's he's good for another year. Alden Smith yeah, is going to be the unrestricted free agent. What, what, what I said that's what makes it interesting because what what do you do with Randy Gregory? You let him go out there and get fifteen sacks next season, and then all of a sudden he's worth a hundred, and, and you and you can't afford to pay him, or you or you try to do something with him this year while he's in the final year of his contract. Mm. You know what? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Let's once again. What What are you doing with Dak Prescott? And, and, and where Where do you land? Um, I think that's going to be a big, a big, big issue there. Yeah, and y'all, y'all know. I already know how I feel about this whole draft, <laughs> Dak Prescott. Y'all already know how I feel about the situation. It's an easy fix, man. I don't have to go through it again, but it's an easy uh, fix, man. We can have a whole you new crazy. revamped defense. I've got the I've got the number before you go crazy on your theory here, Church. Um, mm-hmm. Randy Gregory next year, age twenty nine, has a base salary of nine hundred and twenty thousand dollars, a prorated bonus of a hundred grand, a workout bonus of one hundred eighty thousand dollars, with a cap number of one million dollars. So um, that's you know that that that's if you're the Cowboys, that's that's it's easy money. That's good. 
you have no issues yeah. with that at all. And I think he bucks. would give them a team friend. I think they would – He even at, like even let's say they wait till next year to, to pay this guy. I think that he would give them a team-friendly deal just because they've had his back for so long. Like They've given him chance after chance after chance. I can see him taking a very team-friendly deal even after next year. So I just think you – know, I wouldn't even worry about it. Okay, hey, you're under contract next year. Boom, you're good. I don't even think you need to think about you know a contract nah. extension at all. Just go go ahead and just, just play it out. Let's see where it is, and then you go. Because at the, at the end of the day, all right, if he has a great 2021 season, guess what you can do? You can, you can slap a franchise tag on if you, if you want to, if you want to. So I would this just say true. play it out. Just just play it on out. Are you – I, 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 I would I – would, you know, Brandon Gregory, I'm good on. Alden Smith in 2021, no. I would say goodbye. Yeah, there's a lot of cats that need to say goodbye. I mean, Alden Smith, um, you know, Xavier Woods, my boy D. Thompson out there, my boy Crawford. I mean, there's a lot of guys. I mean, this whole defense is going to look different next year. This yes, whole as, defense as it is gonna should. Look and, and if as they pay, should. like you said, if they pay Dak Prescott, Will and them boys, they're going to have to hit on these. There's going to be a lot of pressure on them to hit on these draft picks because they're going to have to revamp this defense. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on those boys to, to hit on these defensive draft picks. But – Will has been known to do that in the past, so, you know, we'll see what happens. And they've also got to ask this question to themselves because the draft will be in April. Um, you know, what kind of dollars do you have in free agency? So, so not only getting Dak Prescott done when you get him done, you know, getting a Dak deal done in July is not going to be, be good for the Cowboys because it's going to inhibit you and in, in some of the moves you can make. So the quicker they can get this deal done and know exactly what kind of dollars they have in free agency in the draft is going to be better off because uh, this cap is going down. So that means there's going to be some significant deals out there. Um, there's going to be a lot of Everson Griffins out there next year, in my opinion. Good players, and you're trying to figure out how come they don't have deals. And if you've got some money here, you can go get that done. And if you're the Cowboys, do you go and sign yourself a legitimate safety, you know, a starting safety in free agency, and get that done, get it out of the way? You know, what do you do there? What about defensive tackle? You know, do you try to go back and bring in a Gerald McCoy one more time, another dude who's been hurt? Or do you decide to, hey, look, let's invest some real dollars in getting a run stopper up front you know these are some interesting situations the cowboys have got to handle as well as trying to get dak prescott done well mm. well church church's scenario is this all right so we won't even have to worry about this the cowboys win the nfc east go to the playoffs win the super bowl they do not have to sign Dak prescott they draft the quarterback in the first round and they have a whole bunch of money to do all the stuff that you just talked about no so if, if nostradamus is correct we got no worries we got no issues hey, well, well keep in mind team, now so, so now, now you're trying to talk about drafting about, what, 17 now if you make the playoffs? The Cowboys right now are at number 11, all right? You're number 11 um, in the first round, first overall you know, pick. You're at 11. You win this division. You're sitting here at 17. So I don't know what quarterback you're taking at 17. Um, yeah. Yeah, you may have to readjust that whole thinking here, Church, because your thought process <laughs> nah, really yeah. was when the Cowboys you had a top what? five pick. At 17, I don't it's, know who you're all- taking. It's all you're good, man, because Joe, you know what? You're looking at Joe Flacco like Thanos. Times 17. Just like Thanos <laughs> said, man. They called me a madman weeks ago when I said this in week six and five we were going to the playoffs. <laughs> now, look where it's come. Oh. Everybody's a Kool-Aid gang member now. No, 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 no. absolutely no, no. not. It's all. Absolutely like not. I said, we're going to the playoffs, and if we get in there, if we backdoor, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm booking my ticket okay, for right now, man. It, 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 I want this question to answered tomorrow. Knew you, hey, listen, you dodged this question. It's, You've been bothering me for the last 15 minutes. So tomorrow, tomorrow we, addressing, we addressing this question tomorrow. Yes. 
Okay, that's fine. But Chris Beam has got to go. Our producer, Chris Beam, has other podcasts and shows that he does right here on the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on the Players' Lounge. Take care. For Barry Church, Danny McCray, Chris Beam, Nui Scruggs, we'll see you on DallasCowboys.com Radio Tuesday. We're going to Tampa, man. We're going to Tampa, baby. We're going to Tampa. With the red, with the red. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!